I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Coming up on TMS, Boy Scouts are just another gang. Moist and gorged phlegm. Ew. Cougars and bears hanging out in different bars. That banana is my cousin. Black bear car detailing sucks. Handlebar up the hoo-ha. Detective Harry Twink. We didn't start the fire or kill Ned Beatty. Eh, maybe we did. I appreciate lizard penis. Hippo violations. T-shirts, shops, tourist traps, and duh, bears. Watermelon flavored thigh master. Can I still use the chode butter? Absolutely. Keep an eye out for bonery, guys. You're not magnetic. You're gross. Making things with Bill. Spoilers. Shit. Major spoilers and more <laughs> on, <laughs> on this episode of The Morning Stream. I'm here to kill chaos. Looks like chaos has been waiting for us. I want to kill chaos. This is the shrine of chaos. Chaos. We're here to kill chaos. I become chaos. <clears throat> if more boys were Boy Scouts... There'd be fewer boys out on the streets looking for trouble. Her name is the Morning Stream, and she dances on the sand. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to TMS, the morning stream. It's Monday, brand new week, June 14th, 2021. I'm Scott. He's Brian. Hi, Brian. All of this is true. That's right. Brand new week. Yeah, it is brand new week. Um, Doesn't feel like it, though, because I've pretty much been streaming for seven days and now I'm just doing it again so I didn't really get that's a right E3 baby yeah a lot of stuff out there going on it seems pretty cool um I don't I, I can't quite get my head around why Sony skipped this one <clears throat> except uh I think they maybe didn't have a ton to show like they they don't have uh you know most of what we know about their upcoming lineup is already known and it's still yep. almost impossible to get a PS5 so I think maybe they were just like, yeah, well, you know, we'll do our own thing. We'll, we'll follow up later. It's okay, everybody. We're not going to worry about it. Um, <clears throat> but uh, Dice Tomato says, now, I don't want to shock you here. All right. <laughs> so, Brian, just make sure you're, I know you're not sitting, but, you know, have have your hands out in case you need to grab something here. But Dice okay, Tomato right, says okay. he, is, he has heard slash seen nothing interesting from E3. Nothing. He's seen nothing interesting. Now, he's, I'm going to go ahead and say he's He wrong. hasn't heard or, or seen anything nothing we, he finds we, interesting we went to a fancy restaurant we ate we ate pancreas yes. we climbed to the top of the the sears tower and looked down yeah yeah uh, that whole day we did a parade yeah for uh the, the, the we sang twist and shout yeah this 
What's well, this song goes out to Dice Tomato, <laughs> who feels like he hasn't seen anything good today. Uh, Donka Shane, <laughs> darling, Donka Shane. Uh, you know, there's like eight people in the chat room who got that reference. If that a, whole bit right there was a nice reference. If there's a heaven, the John John Hughes is up there smiling down on you right now. Well done. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Um, uh, but he's still gonna have to tell his dad about the car. So good luck. <laughs> That's right. Uh, but anyway, uh, I saw all sorts of stuff I thought was interesting. So I don't know what he's talking about. But um, uh, overall, you know, I mean, a weird year like last year was a little bit weird. But uh, I thought there was tons of stuff, especially the the uh, Xbox Bethesda showcase. There's tons of stuff to look at and see. Yeah, so, I'm. Yeah. Uh, this will surprise again if we're if we're getting ready for shock. This will surprise nobody. Mm. But I'm really excited about that Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, oh, of course uh, you are. Of course, Square you are. Enix game because yeah. it looks like it's going to be a lot more fun than the Avengers game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's a story. You know, it's an RPG, basically action RPG. Right. You're going to level up, and you're going to have dialogue trees, and you're going to tell your your squad to do things during fights. And exactly, like so. What's the Deus Ex? Is the comparison I think that I saw? No, that not no not no Deus not Ex. even close. Um, not some Deus well, Ex. some so of another, the same people are working on it that are on the Deus Ex team. So they're that's what I was saying. Okay, yeah. but it's more like a or XCOM or something. Not XCOM, but it's like where you're yeah you're directing a team, and the decisions you make determine how well that team. Kind of, yeah. I, I would compare it. I'd compare it to like a more modern Square Enix Japanese RPG, like uh, the Final Fantasy VII remake is a good example. Um, it's not turn based anymore. It's a real time fighting mechanism, fight mechanic. But while you're in that fight, you can like sort of slow things down and and tell one of your teammates to do a certain ability or move or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Um, yeah, more like I don't know, more akin to something like um, what, what's the Disney one with the key? Why can't I think of that? Oh, uh, Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts, some sort of like that. Okay. A little, probably a little more on the you know less simple <laughs> side, but you know, Kingdom Hearts. And Dice Tomato says, but the Marvel games have that weird uncanny valley budget likeness issue. I uh, here's the thing. Keep in mind that the game is more based on the comic characters than it is on the MCU characters, both of them, the Avengers game and the um, right. Guardians of the Galaxy game. It's it's the MCU that, you know, it's it's every variation where they say, all right, let's take the comic characters and make them look like this. Let's take the comic characters and make them look like that. Mm-hmm. I don't think Guardians of the Galaxy is trying to make it look like the movie. It's certainly not trying to make it look like Chris Pratt and Zoe Saldana and you know, oh, not even close. Yeah, this is this is yeah. like the Avengers game in that they're they're. I mean, it is a problem for average people who don't read the comics like you and me. Right. I can see right. why they would be like, "Ooh, that doesn't look like Chris Pratt or whatever." But for you and me, we're already used to seeing like that's that's Star Lord's hair right now. Yeah, in, in right, the and that's you know Gamora started out, or Gamora was uh, you know she had like the. The uh, the eye paint the 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 different uh, paint on her eyes. Yeah. She was uh, wearing more of a bright colored white costume. I mean, she's right. You know, this is the this is the Guardians of the Galaxy from the comics that I'm familiar with. Now, here's yeah. the problem: <laughs> loosely familiar, loose familiar. Yeah, yeah. But here's the problem: it will live or die on mm-hmm. how it handles the constant comedy snark business. Yeah, and if it right. sucks, and I'm a little worried that stuff might be bad. <laughs> Yeah, um, that will be a problem if they can nail some of that humor and make it endearing and build characters 
right. that are likable around that level of humor, then they can they can probably pull this off. But this is the team that made Deus Ex and the head writer who wrote Deus Ex, which is a very self-serious, not funny game. <laughs> right. There's not, not a lot of uh, humor in that game. No, okay. no, it's real straight up, like very self-serious. So I, I'm, I'm tentative on this one, but I don't, I'm not surprised you're excited. Of course, this seems cool. Yeah, That's cool, man. Of course. Yeah, of course. You make more of these. You know what? Move on to the X-Men next. And while you're at it, maybe a Fantastic Four game. Like, give us, oh, give us more yeah. team, team-based team business would be would be very cool. And I will say, those environments looked real nice. I like that planet they with did. the weird mushrooms yeah. and stuff. Yeah. And, I, and, and I like the uh, the look of Drax, the, um, the different tattoo pattern that's almost like a digital, uh, oh, yeah, a that's really weird. weird circular digital thing. Yeah, that yeah, was pretty cool. weird. That was pretty cool. Um, Adhesive Wombat makes a decent point. Um, you know, if you want a more comic style interpretation, go for more stylized art style. Mm-hmm. I I agree with that. Like this, when I first saw mm-hmm. the the trailer start for this, and before they started talking about it, yeah. I went, "Oh, they're bringing Star Lord to the Avengers game that came out last year." That's exactly what I thought because it looks like that. Sure, it but does. then it as totally they got does. going, I went, "Oh, it's its own game," and then it started to make sense. But yeah, they're not really breaking the mold here stylistically, but also. Marvel's a pain in the ass to work with. I've heard this from actual developers <laughs> really? who like live here in Utah when back when they were making Disney Infinity here and they had all the Marvel characters join it. Yeah. And yes. any of that stuff. Any Disney slash Marvel stuff you're you're licensed to do, they're mm-hmm. terrible to work with. Just really awfully picky yeah. about everything. And part of that is that can't look like Robert Downey Jr. But also, here's a million other rules about Iron Man that you have to adhere to, and they're just really sticklers about it. So I wouldn't Which, be surprised. Here's surprised. What, and what's funny about that is Marvel seems to give their license to just about anybody who wants to use it, right? But then they're just super sticklers about it. So it's like all of the all of the uh, the closely guarding of it only takes place after they've handed the license to. Yeah, it's 25 weird. Twenty-five different developers. You're yeah. totally right. It's weird. And Star Wars, similar problem. There are devs at EA uh, that have told like my daughter's classes up at the U. They're, they're like, yeah, yeah, Disney's like really hard to work with. So, yeah. So anyway, but I'm not trying to excuse it. I do wish they'd have gone more stylistic, but maybe it'll be fun. The, I don't know. The Disney you met, you brought up the Disney Infinity. That is what I consider to be the best stylized video game look of. The Marvel characters. I agree. And then they canceled that shit like a bunch of babies. Yeah. Yeah. It was succeeding too. It was doing well. It was. It was doing well. But uh, yeah. Disney's like, nah, we don't feel like it. And then they laid off like 600 people (laughs) here in Salt Lake. Everybody was here was pissed. That was not a good Uh, week. I believe it. I still uh, have all the figures. Well, again, still have all the figures. You know, we'll find out more in a little bit about how much I love uh, Marvel in, in about uh, two minutes. We'll, yeah. We'll, Brian's going to buy all the Marvel th- All the Marvel things Brian's going to buy. Um, real quick here, uh, if you want to know more about everything that happened with E3 so far, at least the major stuff, so the Ubisoft Forward event, the Square, Square Enix event, the Microsoft uh, um, uh, Bethesda showcase, all of that stuff, I recorded... Uh, me and at least one of the core guys, oftentimes all three of us, uh, depends on which one, but uh, doing commentary about each of these uh, conferences. And it's all up on the core podcast feed. So if you're not already subscribed to the core feed, it's also on the mega feed, which has all frog pan shows on it. So you can get it there too if you want. But uh, core has every single one of them. They're uncut us talking over and around the uh, the events and kind of giving our commentary. And there were a couple of 
really funny moments. Like, really mm. funny. Really? Moments. Okay. It was real good. Um, anyway, so so go enjoy it. Uh, core, frogpants.com slash core or wherever you get your podcast. Just go search for core and you'll find it. Uh, all right. We didn't kill Ned Baby. I want to... <laughs> I want to put it out there that Brian and I, we may have talked about him. We may have brought him up recently, and we did, and that happens on the show, but we did not kill him. We just mentioned him, okay? Uh, Ned Beatty passed away, age 83. Yeah. <laughs> He's, a you know, Lex Luthor's secondhand man. He he uh, did had a real rough time in Deliverance. He's an amazing actor with a great career, and everyone loved Ned Beatty. I just want to put it out there that we didn't kill him, okay? We had nothing to do with it. Nothing to do with it. No. Yeah. We just mentioned his name. Now, if something happens to uh, Veronica Cartwright in the next week. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, we talked at length about her on FilmSack. Oh, no. We did. We did. Uh, yeah. I, hope she owes, I hope she's okay. But, yeah, we we, uh, we were, it's a sad loss, but he was 83. That's a good long life. Well done. Uh-huh. There, Ned Beatty and... Uh, you know, you. I was. I actually wondered if he would outlive. Um, I shouldn't say his name. He'll die. <laughs> I know he's the the person who played his boss. Yeah, in let's that say movie. his boss in a certain superhero movie. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if dancing it around makes any difference. But uh, anyway, didn't he outlive the banjo kid? Didn't the banjo kid pass away? No, or he's still I, around. He's thinking, a, is that like a? Uh, he's a, he's a Walmart greeter. That guy. <laughs> is he really yeah for real like there was a where did i read this interview somewhere on youtube there was some or a documentary or something he's he's like walmart greeter and is sad that he didn't have a bigger career because that's kind of all he did billy redden there we go yeah he's okay he's living. good all right good as long as as long as billy redden is okay yeah as long as he's okay and he's still picking that banjo everything will be all right that's right, all right did four movies oh he was in uh big fish i forgot about that oh yeah big fish Big Fish was yes. great. I love Big Fish. Man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they want us to say Kevin Spacey. That's not very nice. <laughs> we're not gonna. We're not gonna start uh, saying names of people we don't come like on now. Uh, hey, Brian. Uh, speaking of obsession yeah. with uh, Marvel, tell me why August matters. Because <laughs> why would it? Yeah. Well, you know, I uh, was able to score a hundred fifty dollar round trip ticket to Orange County at the beginning of August. Uh, probably because it's so freaking hot in Orange County in August, but um, uh, figured it's a good opportunity for me to finally get to see uh, Smugglers Run, the whole Star Wars, you know, that outpost thing that they've built in Disneyland, and check out the new Marvel stuff in Disney California Adventures. So, oh, yeah, dude, doing a doing a quick three day trip. Got tickets for the parks all three days. Um, because I your, think was this your first time with the Star Wars stuff, or my first time seeing the Star Wars stuff? Okay, and obviously first time seeing the Marvel stuff that just opened two weeks ago. Right, right. But uh, uh, yeah, just had to had to do it. The way I think about it is, listen, if if Disney, if Universal Studios added a Mad Max Fury Road area to their park. Oh, I'd already been. You you would have already been. You would have been there <laughs> opening day. I'm sure. I would have. Like I'm, yeah. I'm tempted just to see Waterworld again at freaking Universal. Like, <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's like, oh wow, Star Wars and Marvel there. Okay, cool. And then you've got oh Waterworld and MMFR. Okay, I'll, I'll go. <laughs> yeah, if they made a Mad Max land somewhere, I would. You'd oh be there. Gosh, exactly. I'd be there. I'd be there on day one if I could afford it or make it happen. So, well, that's so, great. Um, 
figuring out the details, but uh, might do a maybe a late night Tuesday, the uh, 10th of August kind of meetup thing. I think it's the 10th. Um, cause that'll be, that's the day that I'm doing California adventure and let's face it. There's less stuff to do at California adventure than there is at the uh, magic kingdom. So my that's day true. could end earlier there than it would the other nights. Unless you like barfing, there's pretty good rides in California adventure for, barfing. Oh, the best rides. I mean, hell yeah. I'll go on California screaming Blah. 10 times. I love that ride Blah. Blah. <laughs> with a Neil Patrick Harris talking in my ears the whole time. Wait a minute, is that true? I didn't know. Yeah, that. it's true. Yeah, he narrates the ride, or at least he did. I don't know. Now that it's the Fantastic, uh, it's based on uh, the Incredibles, the Incredicoaster, I guess is what it is now. Huh. So I don't know if they've got um, Neil Patrick Harris on it anymore. Mm. Probably not. You still got that rockety up they, thing, this the stick that shoots you way up in the sky. What's that called? They do. I'm yeah. I'm never. It, uh, that that is the ride that I just tend to, yeah, meh. Okay, yeah, too much anticipation. Although I've never done, you know what? I'll take it. I take that back. I've never done the one at uh, at California Adventure. I'll do that this time. Oh yeah, you should do it if you're there. I did it once, and that's I, I was good. I don't need to do it again. I'm good. Yeah, I'm all set on that. There's one uh, based on Storm uh, from the X Men in uh, oh, really? Florida at Islands of Adventure. Yeah, that's cool. Didn't do that one either, but that's the the Incredible Hulk coaster and the Spider Man ride at um, uh, Islands of Adventure in Universal Studios, Florida, nice. are my two favorite um, theme park rides ever in the world. In the world. In the world. Yeah. No, that's awesome. I'm excited for you. And uh, if you got any yeah. of those OC folks are out there and you want to get together on the on the uh, uh what do you say the tuesday there you should do the it the tuesday yeah well i'll put some details up in the uh in the tadpool facebook group and we can uh figure it figure it out yeah that's awesome uh all right so more on that as we get closer to it uh august yes. is a little ways away and um this will be good because it'll be after your ride which means you will we'll know after your ride if you're gonna die or not you'll be fine or you won't <laughs> that's right we'll know in two weeks after my bike ride if i'm gonna die or not yeah exactly there you go um all right well, excellent stuff um we should do Babel royale now i guess oh i gotta call randy not brian Hold speaking on. of orange county yeah yep Let's go. Oh, he'll probably see you. He'll probably come by. Yes, yeah. I've been. I talked to him this morning and said, "Let's do dinner." And Sam oh, James totally in, the, in the chat. So yes, um, we'll plan on perfect opportunity and... to hang out with the Jordans. One hundred percent. Good morning, Vietnam. Good morning, Vietnam. Wait a minute. What? I I just linked you. I just linked you the ten day forecast for where I live. Oh, let's uh, see. That's, that's in Discord on, on our. Uh, our film film yeah. I need you to look at that okay. because you, right. you came in talking about the weather and then Brian just said something about it being hot in Jeez, Southern look at that. California. That's like perfect. Oh, it's pretty oh. nice. Can yep. we, nice. can you, can you, uh, copy and paste and put that into August as well? <laughs> I, I will give it a you shot. You can do it blizzard. I mean, you're a weather company, right? Yeah. They're yeah a weather I'll company. give it a shot. I, I, uh, I made some notes, uh, the last 20 minutes, by the way, I just want to go through them really, really quick. Uh, <laughs> If, uh, what are you, if more, Gidget? Yeah, if more if more boys were Boy Scouts, there'd be fewer boys on the streets looking for trouble. So uh, Eagle Scout here, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Vigil Honor member of the Order of the Arrow. I'm here to tell you the Boy Scouts are just another gang. No, That's I know. Important for you to yeah, know. Yeah, I know. Yeah, um, right. Uh, I think I think Dice Tomato needs to be kicked out of this community. Uh, <laughs> I've been watching E3, and wow. uh, if you aren't moved by the Battlefield trailer, 
or Far Cry 6 or Halo Infinite or my gosh if you weren't wildly entertained by that Outer Worlds 2 commercial that was great. yesterday that was great it was hysterical. It was so good. And, that and that's sick. not even to, to mention uh, Elden Ring, because I don't care about Elden Ring, but my gosh, a lot of people care about Elden oh, Ring. Oh, yeah, a lot Jeez. of talk about Elden Ring. Uh, so, listen, Dice Tomato, you're safe. Don't worry. This is yes, just hypothetical. Exactly. You're Fortunately, good. Randy does not control the uh, the mm-hmm. temple. Yeah, he only the controls Genie does, as we all know. Yeah. <laughs> so on Friday, I think it was, I, I'm in the other room doing work during one announcement trailer, so I couldn't see the trailer, but what I heard was Overwatch. I heard solid Overwatch sounds and music, and I'm like absolutely certain there's a surprise Overwatch 2 trailer playing in my living room. And then I go in there, and it's Mario plus Rabbids? <laughs> really? Yeah, the new the Mario hell? Rabbids game. There's a sequel. The, the, that's the XCOM. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, there you go. Was, the XCOM duplicate. I love that first game, so I'm all in on that one. Mm-hmm. Pretty stoked. And, and so, uh, my final note: If you're going to use a character voice actor for your Incredibles themed ride, yeah. the voice to use is Sarah Vowell. Get on it. Oh yeah, Violet. Do yeah. they have a? Have you been on the Incredicoaster? You have to have, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Do they have a voice now? I, I've been on it once since they changed I, it around. I'm sorry, I don't remember. I, yeah. I I really like. I I hate that about me, but like I. I barely remember the Guardians ride, and oh. it's like like because you you're standing around a lot and Rocket's yelling at you, <laughs> and you're following him. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I think I've heard three. I've I've been on a three. I think I've listened to three of the songs that they have of the seven different uh, seven oh, wow. different rides you could potentially get. That's after after we went to California Adventure the one time like a year and a half ago, we came home and I went to YouTube to look it all up. Right, and like so then I'm watching oh, there YouTube. You go. Because yeah. there, there are people who have like here's a compilation of of all of it and how it works and it's like and so it's like I didn't even have my own experiences I had someone else <laughs> yeah oh that's very nice uh, well oh, cool. all right uh, you're gonna be a great asset come August oh look at this hey that music means something what does it mean it means it's time for Babel Royale uh, kind of Randy right. edition today because Brian and uh, Dunaway's out sick we we wish him well. And um, we were grateful that Randy uh, popped in to do this for us. So, Brian, uh, why don't you explain how this is going to work today? I will do just that. Uh, this is the Morning Squirm. It's a back-and-forth trivia game where our players will match what's on topics that Cliff Clavin would have offered up at the Cheers Bar. Scott and Randy will take turns answering multiple-choice trivia questions. And if they get their question wrong, the uh, point goes to the other player. The first player to five points wins the prize for their contestant. And we're pulling contestants from members of the Tadpool that aren't able to listen live. So... Uh, Scott, you're going to be playing for Andy from Cuyahoga or Cuyahoga Falls, Ohio. Nice. And uh, Randy, you're going to be playing for Les Gebhardt, uh, formerly of California and uh, now living in Prague. Yeah. He's, teach- a, prog- he's a prog rocker. He's a prog rocker. Yeah, he's teaching so English many, there, right? So many people move from California to Prague. It's just Oh, I know. It's yeah, strange so weird. Thing. They might as well just open up a, a Hyperloop uh, directly to Prague. Yeah, from, uh, get on that, Los Elon Angeles. Musk. Is he uh, teaching English still, or what was the deal he was doing there? I believe so, yeah. Okay, yeah. that's pretty awesome. That's that's very Totally, cool. yeah. Love that. He's a great guy. We love Les. All right, so uh, we got questions, five trivia questions for you guys that are kind of gross or kind of weird, kind of <laughs> out there. Um, Randy's our guest, so I'm going to start with Randy. Okay. Randy... In a recent survey, 
This word was voted the grossest word in the English language. Oh my lord! Is it smegma? Ew. M- moist. I mean, yes. I'm going to say yes to all these. <laughs> Engorge uh-huh. or phlegm? Ew. Smegma, moist, engorge, or phlegm? Which word was voted uh, the grossest in the English language? I have to say moist. All right. Randy says moist. Is it moist? It is not moist. Uh, um, okay. You, so you, don't get get, you automatically get a point, but if you do want to guess, I guess. Oh, I get a Scott, point anyway. Yeah. Oh, let me let me guess. Um, yeah. Uh, phlegm. Maybe. It is not phlegm. It is smegma. Smegma, smegma. is the uh, grossest word in the English See, language. Scott, neither Scott nor I wanted to say that word. Like, that's, how, that's how you know it's that's the right answer. That's how it is. Well, yeah, part, exactly. of it, part of me thinks that smegma, I always thought smegma was more of like a, you know, uh, people of a certain age only knew it. And it was like a junior high term you knew, but then it you know falls out of favor because you're older and it's just like a youth thing. So I, I think, I'm surprised by that. I think that. it's one of those things that you learn as a kid because it's so gross, right? Like it's, you know, you go to middle school and first day one of the kids pulls you inside and says, you know what smegma is? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like the first thing, day one. Right, All right. Exactly. Fair enough. All right. So Sky gets a point. Mm. Uh, let's go over to him for question number two. All right. While chimpanzees are the animals that are genetically closest to humans, it turns out that we share 60% of the same DNA with what? Are they rats, houseplants, bananas, or pigeons? What else do we share 60% of our DNA with? I'm going to say the one that sounds the least likely because I don't actually know, and I'm going to say houseplants. Houseplants is... Incorrect. Damn it! Goes to Randy, but uh, Randy, do you have a do you have a a guess? What are what are my other options again? Rats, bananas, or pigeons? What do we share sixty percent of our DNA with? Oh well, then I have to say bananas because I was leaning toward houseplants myself, and that's not right. (laughs) The others are clearly higher, right? Higher percentages. They they would be higher. Yeah, exactly. Uh, We share sixty percent of DNA with bananas. This is correct. Oh man! Wow. All right. Well, you got the point either way, right? That's right. Um, All right. Uh, Boy, this is going to be a fun one to pronounce. This one is going back to Randy uh, to get the first guess. Um, Azodicarbonamide. Azodicarbonamide is a chemical that's used to make yoga mats. You can also find it in what popular fast food item? Is it the McDonald's McRib, the Wendy's Frosty, the Subway salad or the Pizza Hut pepperoni pizza? I think I know oh this one because we did it on the show, didn't we? Okay. Um, I thought this came up on here. May have. Of, of, those, of those things, the thing that I feel has let me down the farthest <laughs> over my lifetime is Pizza Hut. Okay. okay. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with the pizza. Pizza Hut is... Incorrect. Scott gets the point. Do you have a Do you have a guess, Scott? Um, yeah. I I think we talked about it on the show, and I think it was McRibs. We, it we is McRib. Dis- yeah, McRib okay. uh, has the same chemical that's used to make uh, yoga mats. Yeah, it came up in a story, and there people are all pissed about it, and and it was also in nuggets and other stuff, and right, everybody was mad at McDonald's for that, and then I don't know, and then McDonald's was like, "Well, look at all these other food items that have it in it," and then everyone was like, "Okay, fine, whatever. I guess we're all eating yoga mats." Um, all right. Well, I, I feel good about that. All right. So that gives seriously, me a point. Seriously, Are we tied? Pizza Hut. 
Pizza Hut, how the mighty have fallen. Yeah. Their food used to be so good. I agree. It's true. I agree. Yeah. I used to I love Pizza had, Hut. I don't think I've had a Pizza Hut pizza in years, actually. It's been a while for me. I mean, it, it was yeah. so good when I was growing up, and we loved it there. <laughs> and it was such a great family place to go, and we just get big mm-hmm. pictures of root beer, and the pizza was good, and the environment, the, the uh, what do you call it, the, the atmosphere was good, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. something happened. And it's poop now. Too many people stole those uh, red plastic cups, and uh, uh, and to cut costs to pay for them, uh, they had to. That's right. Seriously, though, buy yeah. buy those online. Like they're, they're you can have a whole set for yourself. A whole set. <laughs> the red the red plastic yeah, cups. Yeah. Yeah. yeah full yeah, set. They're... All right, Still my available. turn, right? All right. Uh, this question is going to me, right? Uh, Scott first. Yes. Yeah. Um, not everybody wants to taste the entire rainbow. Which Skittles color was voted the least favorite flavor in a survey? Is it uh, yellow, the lemon? Is it orange, the orange? Is it purple, the grape? Or is it red, strawberry? Which is the least popular Skittles flavor? I'm gonna say yellow. I would. I don't like yellow, so yellow. Yellow is correct. Scott gets the point. Ah, we broke oh, the pattern. Scott, you just broke our streak. Yeah, the pattern know, exactly. Is. Finally, okay, good. Well, my instincts are correct. I don't like the yellow ones. <laughs> well done. Uh, speaking of surveys, Randy. Is anyone keeping uh, score? Who's keeping score? By the way, I'm keeping score. Okay. Scott has three. Randy has one. Oh, oh, all right. Yes. Uh, Speaking of surveys, uh, according to a survey, this is the least favorite side dish on the Thanksgiving table. Is it cranberry sauce, stuffing, mashed potatoes, or yams? (laughs) That's too easy. Right? Oh, give me a give it to me again. Sure. Your four choice is the least favorite side dish on the I like all of these so much. (laughs) (laughs) Is it cranberry sauce, stuffing, mashed potatoes, or yams? I the so the thing that's always gotten passed over the most in my experience is the Uh cranberry sauce. So I'm gonna say that, but I personally love cranberry sauce. Yeah, you don't want to (laughs) besmirch the cranberry sauce, I feel that. Is it cranberry sauce? It is. Congratulations. You get the point, yeah, well Randy. Done. Well done. Three to two. I think they feel, I feel like that's a question you'd ask kids because it's always the kids that hate the cranberry sauce. They're into it. Well, and I don't, I don't understand why, right? Like, cause it's yeah. like, mm-hmm. it's just pure sugar. It's yeah, just, right. Like, yeah, you're right. just putting sugar on your turkey. I guess it's just like tart. And so, I don't know. Kids hate the tart. I don't know. I could be wrong on that. But I also yeah. grew up in the South where over, over my lifetime, they went from serving sweet potatoes to serving sugar on uh, with a, a base layer of a little bit of sweet potato. <laughs> wow. It's, that sounds it's bad for me. Yeah. Yeah. What, or yams. Is that what they call yeah, them? Yeah. Yams. Sometimes they're, they're called sweet potatoes. Sometimes yams. My sister has an amazing yam recipe she got from my grandmother. Like I, I didn't think I liked yams when I was growing up, but I actually love them and I would eat them now she had them in front of me but brown sugar I mean, nowadays like the weight by weight the marshmallow outweighs the yams like 10 to 1 <laughs> yeah i think you're right there's a lot in there but it makes it nice and crispy and brown see that's the idea it's very nice right mm. all right uh this one going to uh scott uh yes you're correct all right the natural specifically natural uh, vanilla, strawberry, and raspberry flavoring that we use actually comes from 
A, a beaver's anal gland, B, marijuana plants, C, baby vomit, or D, a lizard's penis? Uh, beaver anal gland. Is it beaver anal gland? It sure is. Yeah, the uh, my wife, Castorius or whatever. Huh? Yeah, can't, my wife told me this. She said, um, I said, what is this? She goes, oh, that's some, I got some new uh, vanilla flavor stuff. And right. she goes, you know that comes from beaver's anus. And I was like, whatever. <laughs> I thought she was lying. It's natural but... vanilla. Yeah, natural vanilla flavoring comes from the castorium, uh, the, the beaver's anal gland. But uh, most of the world's, or most of the vanilla that we use is synthetically produced vanillin. Right. So we're not actually pulling it out of his ass anymore. We're, we're but, not exactly. No. And the bean. Right. There's the bean, right? The bean's yeah. a thing. And I thought the vanilla bean. question was gross. Yeah. <laughs> We're yeah. way, way down the hill. Oh now. yeah, yeah. We've we've gone we've gone down here. Uh all right. Let's do this. Guy I gotta right tell here. you, I appreciated lizard penis. I don't know why. I just like <laughs> lizard penis. That was good. Yes. I like that. All right. Uh Randy, never sit down for a meal with a uh, daddy long legs. After eating, uh daddy long legs are known for vomiting up their meal and eating it again. Pulling each of its eight legs through its jaws to floss, shitting all over the place, (laughs) or eating other daddy long legs if it feels that it hasn't had enough. Um, no, it's Randy's. Randy's. I know, I know, I know. Sorry, I'm thinking out loud because I'm dying to figure this one out. Go ahead, Randy. (laughs) I'm just. I don't. What? What's happening? How did? How did? How did we get here? Yes. Yes, I'm now determined to be the big loser because I don't want to be known for <laughs> knowing any of this. Um, You're going to walk away with some great knowledge what, today. What was the first? Sure. The first answer? one was uh, puking up its meal and eating it again. I'll go with that one. That, right. that seems like that yeah. seems like the least bizarre for some reason. <laughs> Is it puking up its meal and eating it again? No, it is not. Scott gets the point and has five points. Uh, do you have a guess, Scott, before yeah, I, I tell you what it eating is? Eating the other ones, eating other spiders. Or other... No, believe it or not, uh, no. it pulls each of its eight legs through its jaws to floss and remove any bits of food from its teeth. What? So wait, does it then grow them back? Is that the idea? Or what? It doesn't break its legs off to floss. It just goes... Oh, it uses <laughs> it. Oh, I misread. I misheard that in a way that was wrong. I, I, that may have yeah, been. So, so I kind of did too. Although yeah. well, technically, I was, you misheard it in a way that was right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you say each one of its legs, and my brain went, "Oh, it eats all of the legs." Wow. Gotcha. You know? Yes. Yeah. Uh, um, so congratulations going out to. Uh, Andy from Cuyahoga Falls, Ohio. You are going to be getting Death Squared and Pinstripe uh, from Steam, courtesy of our friend Zaki, mm-hmm. Z-A-K-I. Yeah. Uh, but less you're not going home empty-handed or staying home empty-handed since you really didn't show up here. Yeah. Uh, you're getting a copy of <laughs> Crusader Kings Complete, uh, also courtesy of Zaki. You could argue, this is just it's a side note, but you could argue Crusader uh, Kings Complete is actually the better package. So he kind oh, really? of won in a weird way. Yeah. Wow. I mean, it depends on your, you know, what your tastes are, but that's an amazing collection. Is it? So. Okay. I've never, I've never, uh, actually, I've never heard of any of these games. So yeah, he'll, these are all good, but that, that third one there is a good one. So well done. Winner, winner, chicken, chicken dinner. <laughs> Andy, I was happy to represent and do well. And I'm glad that you won, dude. And also, Les, we miss you in America, but we're glad you're over there in Prague uh, telling them what for in English. 
Uh, Randy, uh, it's always a pleasure, man. We, we did Alien this weekend. It was, it was so fun. It was fun. Yeah, so yesterday I'm playing Warzone, and I, I keep uh, getting into groups with strangers, right? Yeah. And it's mm-hmm. like, it's it, you know, it's it's a random mix of people who have the r- roughly the same latency as me, yeah. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I ended up in a Warzone game with a couple of Russians, oh. uh, absolutely 100% Russians, as Russian as they come. And I swear to God, I'm not making this up. Their names were Boris and Peter Pan. Oh, that's fantastic! That's wow. a magical combination. Did yeah, you did you end up in the time. you didn't end up in the gulag with them there when you when you got killed or anything? Did you? Because that seems very I, Russian to do that. I avoid any mode with the gulag. I, I mean, I've, I've definitely been in the gulag many 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 times, but I just don't yeah. like that mode because yeah, um, you know. It's that sucks fighting I, for your life. I thought that <laughs> was the war zone mode that there was no avoiding it. Is that not true? Oh no, there's tons of modes in that game. You should check it out. I haven't there's checked Warzone in a while. In I, I should probably go ahead and install the 300 mega or gigabytes that it is, and uh, <laughs> wow, and give it a shot. I have plenty of disk space. I just need to do it. Uh, well, well done as always. A pleasure. Have a fantastic day, and we'll you. see you next time. See you, Randy. Bye now. Oh, I kicked him out of film sack, but not here. Damn it. <laughs> did you really? <laughs> yeah. I'll re oh. I did this. I've done this before where yeah. I'm, he's, he remember he referred to his list yes. and he's like, go oh, check it out over there. I just put it in there. Yeah. There we go. Okay. He's down at that old group. <laughs> feel like a dummy. All right. Uh, well done. Very good. Where are we now? I know. Some news. Time for the news brought to you by... Brought to you by all of the awesome backers who helped raise money for Alzheimer's research a couple days ago. We had a great time playing Demio and, uh, of course, hanging with all of you guys. Uh, Thanks to you, we hit the initial goal, and then we hit the new goal that I adjusted, and then we hit the third goal. And uh, I just got a text this morning from from, uh, Courtney from The Longest Day. Mm. who says, Brian, you are crushing it as usual. Thank you, thank you. Just came in, actually, while we were doing the show here. Oh, very nice. She's from the Alzheimer's uh, research group that puts together the longest day. So, very cool, uh, thank man. you for all of your donations to this cause. You can actually still make a difference. Uh, the uh, 20th, Sunday, is the actual longest day. I'm going to be on a at a family reunion, so that's why we didn't stream on that day. Right. But uh, you guys can still donate. Go to tiny.cc slash Coverville ALZ2021. That's tiny.cc slash Coverville ALZ2021. Yep. And all lowercase, which is weird. All lowercase. For some reason, tiny.cc requires it. Yeah. I don't, come on. Fix your, fix your deal, tiny.cc. I bet they can't now. I bet they've got too many people who've like purchased specific. Because that's their whole business model, right? Like that's how they make money is they have people retain yeah. these addresses and then they got to keep them case sensitive. I don't know. It's annoying. Exactly. Yep. But anyway, uh, very, very cool. Um, yeah, that was the blast by the way. And I'm, and I'm really bummed that we didn't, uh, that, that watching the game, watching uh, Demio was not enough to drive you to go pick up a quest to right away. I, I'm going to make an admission here. I had okay. the page open and <laughs> had it okay. in my cart the entire Did you really most that, of it, far? Yeah, that oh my far. gosh. In fact, it's still wow. in there. It's technically still in my cart. So I'm yeah. not saying it's impossible. I basically this is what I'm doing. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna wait till the end of E three just to see if there's a leak oh, or a yeah, peak. Smart. Like a some, one more thing from Oculus. Or even oh, if it's not them. Thing. Even if it's not them. Like they're they're probably not gonna do anything till till their connect thing in September. But right. I want some dev to accidentally 
drop it. You know, like some dev yeah. will go, oh, yeah, we're making a version of this for the uh, Quest 3. And then someone will go, shit, I'm not supposed to talk about that. And then I'll go, ah, Quest uh, 3, okay. I was right to wait. Screw you, Dunaway. Tell me not to wait. That's right. <laughs> that's all I want is bragging rights. Um, anyway, right. that's awesome. And well done, everybody. It was a good time. Uh, all right. We got the story here about a black bear. Those are scary if you don't know what they you're doing around Those them. are some of the more vicious that's Those right. and polar bears, surprisingly. <laughs> yeah, polar bears are dicks if you rile them up. They are dicks, yeah. And the funny thing is, see, this is like Greenland and Iceland. Everyone thinks Iceland is all ice and Greenland's all green, and it's like the mm-hmm. opposite. It's, it's like uh, parkways and driveways. <laughs> yeah, kind of like that. And uh, yeah, in the you case park of on like, the driveway, drive on the parkway. Like hippos and rhinos are like that. Rhinos are docile and nice mm-hmm. and not really all that quick to anger. Hippos will rip your head off and eat it. Yeah. So don't be especially fooled. if you especially if you uh, cause a hippo violation. Yeah, you don't want to cause any hippo violations. <laughs> you know, your doctor leaks that you've uh, you've got a, um, a a weird leaky anus. That's a hippo <laughs> violation. <laughs> a violation. Yes. You know how it works. Um, anyway, so this black bear got trapped inside a parked car in Tennessee. Uh, hello, Tennessee listeners. A Georgia teacher visiting Tennessee woke up one morning to find a bear had locked itself or uh, had locked yeah itself inside of a parked car. They didn't give the gender of the bear. That's fine. Uh, Mary Jane Yarborough, an art teacher from Warner Robins High School in Houston County, Georgia, said she was in Gatlinburg to take a class for a project she's planning for her students next year. She said her car had been left parked on a incline overnight and a bear had apparently managed to open the door, climb inside the door, slammed shut behind him. It was six in the morning. I just kept hearing honking happening. <laughs> uh, I love oh, it. man. It's so fun to think of the bear like, like, hey, hey. Yeah, no. Hey, let me out. Let me out. I'm in this car. I don't know how these doors work. Yeah, that's awesome. I can't find the switch. Uh, it says that, uh, let's see, I opened the door. My dog was going crazy, and I see that my car, uh, that the car that is honking and shaking was like, oh, my gosh, uh, someone is in there. Someone's stuck in my car. She called police and then discovered the occupant of her car was actually a black bear. Officers were able to help get the bear out of the vehicle, but not before it caused significant damage to the interior. Uh, quote, he ripped the dash, my airbag, the radio is out. He went through my glove box, says Yarborough. Um, she said there was a pack of gum and a protein bar inside the vehicle, but the bear didn't touch those. So don't like the shit. Oh, my God. So confirm bears don't like uh, gum and they're not really yep. into protein bars. So there you yep. go. Yeah, I've been to Gatlinburg. Um, I want to say we went to Gatlinburg when we went to Dollywood. And it's one of these towns. It's like because Pigeon Forge is the other one, the other one you go through to get to Dollywood. But it is wall to wall T-shirt shops. Yeah. And uh, miniature golf courses. Oh my! Um, souvenir shops, that sort of thing. It's just, yeah, just, just wall to wall. As Dice Tomato says, tourist trap uh, up the wazoo. Uh, I kind of like that. I like that kind of kitsch. You know, I don't mind it. You do, but then when you don't see, uh, when you don't see anything else uh-huh. <laughs> for miles, then you kind of like, oh yeah, I'm not getting a break from. Uh, yeah, the the giant Helvetica signs for T-shirts and uh, souvenirs. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. I don't want too much of yeah. it, too much of a good thing. Um, yeah. Well, anyway, she's uh, she's good now. So 
Everyone, if you're worried, you know, she's fine. We bet uh, we get stories like that. I'm pretty sure you do too. But we get story uh, stories like that all the time here in Colorado with people who leave food in their car, yeah. leave windows down or whatever, and they come back and find that their car is torn apart from the inside because a bear got in there. Oh my gosh! Yeah, sometimes it's a. Um, uh, there's let's see in Provo they had problems with mountain lions or not mountain lions cougars getting into people's cars. Oh geez, really? Yeah, and I don't like mean some forty two older year old women woman, looking yeah. for uh, young guys. <laughs> yeah, a lot of makeup, some jewelry, you know, <laughs> giant glasses of wine. Yeah, pretty well to do for themselves, condo, you know, all that. Those kind of yeah. cougars. <laughs> um, but yeah, like that'll happen. You know, animals they were here before us. They don't give a shit. <laughs> right. If they can get right. in your car and tear it to pieces, they'll do it. I don't blame him. I yeah, would too if sure. I was a cougar. Why not? Or a, or a bear. Cougar. <laughs> you know what's funny is both bears and cougars have, those are both euphemisms for a type of lifestyle. <laughs> they are, yes. Never the twain shall meet, though. You never see a cougar and a bear. No, you know I mean. no they don't attend the same uh, functions, Mm-mm. the same uh, meetups. And I'm not saying <laughs> I'm not saying there aren't any cougars in Idaho. I'm just saying there are a lot of bears in Idaho. And I don't know that they, yes, Brian's right. They hang out in different bars across the road, across they this do, town exactly. from each other. We need a third one so that uh, Dorothy can walk downtown through uh, New York and go, lions and cougars and bears. Oh, my. Lions and cougars and bears. Oh, my. <laughs> Wait, what's a lion? Is a lion something? That's what I'm saying. We need a third one. Oh, we need a I third. See. Yeah. Well, what would that be? Let's think of this. Uh, All right. Uh, there's no, like, a leopard. Uh Oh, an otter? An otter? <laughs> Otters and cougars and bears, oh my. I don't know what they would be, though. Okay, so pride, let's see, otters. Uh, what is, okay, an otter, Sam is really pushing the otter thing. Is an otter a euphemism for something? Yeah, it was an otter. Well, we know, we do know a beaver is a, is a euphemism for something. Yeah, it's a verger. That's right. Cougars live in condos. A skinny, hairy guy is an otter? Oh, is it? A okay. Skinny hairy man, man. Interesting. So not a twink, but a but a hairy twink. <laughs> hairy twink. <laughs> so if I was going to be a detective, by the way, uh, that would be my detective. Yeah, yes, hairy, hairy twink. twink. The Adventures of Hairy Twink. Oh man, that's a great book series. I loved reading here the Adventures <laughs> of Hairy Twink. All right, twinks are different. Says right, Sam. There we go. Otters and cougars and bears. Oh my. There you go. Nailed it. Uh, let's move to Las Vegas for a minute. Let's take a okay. look there. Just uh, for a minute, though, because I, minute. Can't, I wouldn't be able to take a live in there. Oh, you can't live there. You just have to visit. No, no. Las Vegas, well, sorry. <laughs> I guess Missoula would disagree, but anyway. <laughs> uh, Las Vegas woman crushed three watermelons in seven and a half seconds and beat the world record. Wow. Yeah. All right. I can't wait to find out what part of her body she used. Her ample bosom no i don't know let's see should we find out i bet there's video i didn't think to look uh, oh gosh hopefully there's video uh, i would love some video here on the upi story no there's none or is it blocked and if and if so maybe we just get her to replace carrot top with the luxor <clears throat> yeah that'd be good right he's looking rough by the way he is yeah Ooh, that stuff's going south real quick um, <clears throat> well, anyway, here's the deal about her. It looks like an R crumb drawing of Carrot Top now. Yeah, yes. <laughs> well said. And I think that eyeliner is permanent. And I, don't, I think you were I think that. so, yes. Um, oh, here it is. There is video. It just took forever to load. All right, I'm going to oh, play. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm gonna play there was here. a space for it. Yeah, it did the same thing here where there was a space for it and it just didn't show up. Yeah, that was weird. All right, there she is. Oh, look at this. She's like doing it with her thighs. Oh, geez. 
Look at her. Oh, wow. This guy should. Oh, wow. All right. Well, don't get uh, don't get stuck with her. Still in an single. Yeah, still, <laughs> still single, guys. <laughs> those those thighs, my gosh, she's gonna yeah. destroy those things, and she did. All right. Uh, well, her story goes like this: uh, A Nevada bodybuilder crushed a world record when she used her thighs to crash uh, crush rather three watermelons in under eight seconds. Uh, Courtney Olson, uh, owner of Girl Clothing Athletic Wear Line. It says G-R-R-R-L, all in caps. Girl! Said she decided to take on the watermelon smashing world record to celebrate the opening of the brand uh, new store in Las Vegas. I decided in correlation with our store's opening, uh, it's a community space and we really wanted to start utilizing the space to teach things, uh, to share this watermelon crushing story with our younger girls, she says. She told that to the Eureka Times Standard. Have you been to that paper? Mm. Eureka, yes. Uh, Eureka, Northern California, outside of... uh uh, like up by San Francisco, maybe up by Oakland. Northern, no, Northern California, or uh, I think Northern area. California. I could be wrong. I've been to Eureka. Nice. Um, I like. I like the by the way, uh, they interviewed uh, this woman later on in this video that we were looking at, and yeah. she's uh, she's beautiful, and she also has Star Lord's hair from yeah. the new uh, Square Enix video. She totally does. <laughs> Let's take a look here, chat. She's right here. Let's move this forward. Oh yeah, total Star Lord hair. Yeah. Dude, she looks like she could bend me in half and destroy yeah. my life. Oh, man. She's very strong. She is. And motivated. Look at the motivation coming off her. Yeah. I mean, basically, she'd, she'd uh, rip me in half yeah. is, was what she'd do. Lovely woman. She'll destroy my life. All right. Uh, there's that story. And, uh, oh, she's going to, by, by the, the way, way. Speaking of. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, you, I was going to say, go. speaking of Vegas, uh, I don't know if you heard, but last night, the TMS Vegas location for our live show, the bunkhouse, sadly had a fire. Um, they've been closed since because uh, those pictures are. I remember that door. It really bummed me out to see that. Yeah, they uh, the place has been closed since uh, um, since last year because of the pandemic, and uh, unfortunately, some homeless people were staying in there, and a fire got out of control and and burned the place up. Yeah, it looks pretty bad. I don't know. Did, did the article I read it showed pictures and stuff, but it didn't say whether it was um, salvageable. So I hope, I hope, I hope it's not so yeah. bad that they have to just scrap. Because that's such a great indie music venue for Vegas, it, it, and great, you know, really good size to the place. It'd be a bummer if uh, yeah, if they we can't liked get it that thing a lot. Back. We'd like yeah. to have it perhaps in a future event, you know. So yeah. maybe, maybe don't burn things down is what we're saying. Maybe don't burn things down. Yes. Uh, all right. One more story here. This is good because this is a bike ride story. So, oh, good. Yeah. I'm happy getting, we were in the shirt that fits that. Yeah. You're getting ready for all that. So here we go. Mm-hmm. No mm-hmm. shirts, pants, or undies needed on a bike ride. Just a mask. So, Brian, <laughs> get nude and get going. All right. Good. I, yeah. <laughs> Do I still get to use the chode butter, though? Because I think I still have to. Yeah. You can use the chode butter. It's not a problem. Okay, good. Yeah. All right. Good. I mean, I, I don't want to go near you, but you can wear it. It's not a problem. Um, so here's what it is. You certainly don't want to use my bike seat after no, this. No, no, no. <laughs> no, I don't. Um, all right. So because your your bike seat will also be wearing the chode butter, it turns out. Right. Exactly. Yes. Uh, Philadelphia bike riders won't need their shirts, pants, skirts, or even underwear. Just a mask. Organizers of the annual Philly Naked Bike Ride said this year's event will take place on August 28th and will require masks. 
uh, based on the city's earlier coronavirus restrictions. The city lifted most of its COVID-19 rules this week, citing an increase in vaccinations and decrease in cases. But riders, uh, uh, ride organizers said they hadn't had a chance uh, to chat since the last city guidelines change. So for the time being, we're going to stick with our initial mask guidance. And so it's just masks. That's it. That's all they're going to wear. That's Naked. right. It's all you have to wear is a mask. Yeah, that's it. it. Yes. Maybe wear it on your crotch. Wear it there. Uh, you know, I think uh, if I were doing this, I think people would still also be practicing some social distancing. Yeah. Like, ah, you know, six feet away from that guy. Yeah. Thank you very much. You worry about one of those scrums, though, where somebody clips another back tire and then you're all piled up. and or, or Oh, whatever. God. And nobody has any sort of protection on or anything. There's, that's awful. Yeah. Oh, get a handlebar up the hoo-ha is what you'll get. Ooh. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I I just wanted to say about this story. Uh, uh, what was I going to say about it? I well, we should it. say by the way that the naked right is to promote positive body image, advocate for the safety of cyclists, and protest dependence on fossil fuels. There you go. <laughs> I think they just really threw a dart at a bunch of like causes, and <laughs> they wanted to ride naked, and they said, "Yeah, how can we how can we justify this?" <laughs> yeah, I would say keep an eye out for bonery people. If you see a dude. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, I never trust these yeah. things entirely because yeah. I'm actually a big believer in all those causes you mentioned. It's just, I know there's a couple of guys or a half a dozen guys out of the however many thousands show up that are yeah. there because they're think this is hot and they got their wieners out. And I, yeah. I just say, I don't need out. to be behind somebody on a bike. Yeah. When they're leaning forward on their handlebars and uh, and, and and pedaling up that hill, yeah. I just don't need to see it. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, you see a bonery fella run the other way is what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> dudes are gross is what I'm saying. <laughs> dudes are gross. Oh, I know what I was going to say. So, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. COVID nineteen rules being lifted in a lot of places. California just did an entire lift, which I think California's mm-hmm. happy about um, because vaccinations are at a level where you know people are feeling good about, it, especially for vaccinated people. However, this Delta variant, which everybody is uh, sort of studying now, seemed to be the prominent strain in India that was causing so much havoc there. This thing is uh, making it so if you were 97, 98% resistant to the current more common virus, people are only about 75 to 80% resistant to this Delta variant. Um, It's still better to be vaccinated because you don't get as sick. Like it's not as brutal if you're vaccinated. Uh, if you end up getting it, but these are breaking through uh, the vaccination for some people. Wow. My point okay. in saying all of this is: the more vaccinated we are as a as a uh, as a population, the less big deal that is. So, mm-hmm. hey everyone, on the fence or with dumb ideas, go get vaccinated. <laughs> Worried about being magnetic? <laughs> yeah, go get vaccinated. By the way, none of those keys are the kind of metal that are magnetic. <laughs> right, you're exactly. just all gross because yes, your skin is oily and, and oily, woman, and that's yeah. why uh, mag- uh, keys stick to you. Yeah, and Bobby ma- Finn's won't mix on your neck yeah, for whatever reason. You're not magnetic. You're disgusting. That's what you are. So go. <laughs> My favorite part of that clip is the end where she goes, "Any questions?" Yeah. <laughs> Like she was ready to say that. Unfortunately, after watching her experiment fail on her neck for like three items, it uh... <laughs> right. And Sam makes the point: like the more vaccination, the less the less uh, this thing can exactly. break through, but also the less variants will get in the first place because mutations happen when you're not vaccinated. So stop it. Go and get one, and don't send me your emails telling me your dumb reasons. I don't want to hear them. Exactly. I don't want to hear him. Just get freaking, let's let's do this, man. This is a chance we have to get to all together, and let's quit being dumb. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, 
Uh, we'll talk about the maker world with Bill a little bit. And then Major Spoiler Zone, Steven Schleicher joining us after his fantastic showing in Demio the other night. Um, he'll be here with us as well. So stick That's around awesome. for that. Uh, before that, though, a song break with Brian Ibbett's description. That is correct. Let's go to Cincinnati, Ohio for a band called Settle Your Scores. Uh, They've got a brand new LP that's going to be coming out August 20th via Mutant League Records. Thanks to them and Earshot Media for sending me this one. Uh, The new LP is going to be called Retrofit. And this is the new single and video from that album. Here is Settle Your Scores and Meant for Misery.
When it comes to video games, nobody compares to Atari. I find Intellivision more sophisticated and lifelike. Gentlemen, move over for my friend Vic. The Commodore VIC-20. Move over. The Commodore VIC-20 does more than your machines. It's a great computer that also plays great games. Like this, and this, and this. A computer that plays great games? Under $300. Exactly. We, we didn't know. know. Say the hangout for them street gangs. Yeah, right. Drink your dog piss. <laughs> <laughs> wow. The morning stream. Ah, ah, ah. You didn't say the magic word. Welcome back to the show, everybody. Uh, welcome back. Oh, a song. Brian, that song again? That song again is called Meant for Misery. That is the band Settle Your Scores from their upcoming LP called Retrofit. Awesome. Go yes. get it. Just a yes. cavalcade of great music every day here on TMS. Go take advantage of Brian's good graces. All right. <laughs> let's do this now. Your bat cave's open there, Bill. Joining us on the line, Mr. Bill Duran, all the way from PunishedProps.com, the home of many cool things that he's made. And uh, he joins us again today like he does every Monday. Good morning, Bill. Good morning. How's it Good going? Morning. How was your weekend? How was how's things? It was very pleasant. Yeah. Uh, I went and saw a friend of mine I hadn't seen in well about a year and a half. Mm. And we hung out indoors. Oh. Whoa. Wow. Crazy. In the same room. <laughs> and uh I pet he had he has two golden retrievers. And I spent 2 hours petting golden retrievers and oh. it was fabulous. Oh. oh, that is therapy right there. Yeah. Oh my god. How, unless they're stinky, were they stinky? No, they were. They were <laughs> glorious golden retrievers. Yeah, nothing, nothing wrong with a little dog time in your life. That's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, and you have so much cat. Like, were they were they a little suspicious around you? Because you, you know you got that cat, and they probably smell, smell like dog cat. now. Yeah. No, the do- the dogs were just just elated to have more humans to pet them. I think that's true. <laughs> Those things shed like crazy. You should have them collect the shed, and then you take it back, and then do a maker thing out of it. Make like a. I don't know, like a like a Viking helmet out of some uh, some dog shedded hair. That's a cool idea, right? right? Or is that gross? Man, that might be that cool. doesn't sound fun at all. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, not Fair everything enough. has to be fun. No. Damn it! Um, all right, hey, just kidding. <laughs> it's good to have you here. Let's uh, dive right in. What uh, what do you got going on these days that we might want to hear about? Uh, well, a couple of weeks ago, we finished our shop move, and I wanted to talk about it. I'm finally oh, yeah. uh, emotionally ready to talk about it. <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> wondered, my, my lower back has recovered enough that I can oh, talk about yeah, it. That. I wondered how that had gone, because I know that was that's a big undertaking to move all that It, it was a massive undertaking, and Brittany and I did nearly all of it. We had some help with the heavy stuff. Our, we have an employee uh, who helped us move the heavy stuff, but... We did everything else, and we took our time. We spent a couple of months doing everything, and I wanted to I really wanted to cover that because I, I feel like we did a good job. Like I'm really proud of how we handled it. Yeah. Um, we we've moved our shop several times. Uh, actually, we've moved it four times since I started building it and collecting tools. Uh, and every time, boy, it gets a little more difficult. Mm. We we just we keep making stuff. That yeah. we have to keep. Yeah. And they get bigger. And the, some of them Amazing are big. how now. that happens. Yeah. And the, yeah. Bigger, the bigger your shop, the more capable you are of big, heavy things. And now you got those yeah. to worry about. Sure. Oh, I know. And I made a lot of that stuff over the past three years. So we were in our big workshop for three years. 
I went and counted. We finished over 70 props and costumes yeah. in three years. Yeah. And that's uh, um, all stuff we did up for video. So there's dozens of other little things, too, that are just accumulating. Yeah. We had to move all of that. The other thing we learned is when you have a big space, mm-hmm. right? Like a, you're renting a large warehouse or whatever. Furniture just appears like large furniture just happens. <laughs> large we furniture up, just happens. Yeah, you're right. We just ended up with so much office furniture at the end of that three years that we got mo- a lot of it for free mm-hmm. that nobody wanted. Uh, because now everyone's working from home and no one wants office furniture. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's true. So a lot of that ended up getting uh, uh, we tore it down and threw it in the threw it in the the dump. We just got rid of it. Yeah. Sometimes that um, stuff's. Uh, I mean, it depends on the. I guess the condition and stuff, but some of that stuff's even hard to give away. Like I, I had an office yeah. chair I tried to take to a sort of an equivalent to a Goodwill, and they were like, "Yeah, we can't take any more of these." Like, yeah, I took a lot of that stuff to Goodwill. They turned me away. They're like, "Yeah, we got plenty of office chairs." Yeah, I guess that's a thing. It's weird. So that we had to we had to figure all that stuff out, and we took our time, and we we did. Uh, here are a few things that we've learned that we've found makes moving less painful. And this is this is good advice, obviously, if you're moving your workshop. But if you're moving your house too, this is pretty good advice. We've yeah. we've moved our house five times since we moved to Seattle uh, 15 years ago, so we have a lot of practice. Jeez, that's a lot. Wow. Yeah. Um, preparing the new location is critical. Mm. So our basement was where we were moving all our stuff, or most of our stuff, into. we also rented a, uh, a storage unit. Uh, but the basement, before we moved everything in there, I cleaned it feverishly, vacuumed everything, cleaned everything. And then this took a lot of extra work, but we moved the furniture first. Yeah. So that meant at the place where we were moving stuff from, we had to take everything off the shelves, put it on the ground, tear down the shelves, move the shelves put the shelves back up and then move the stuff from the ground to the new place and put it on the shelves. But let me tell you, when you're moving a ton of stuff, especially when it's heavy into a new location and the shelves are already there. (laughs) Oh, it's a great feeling. (laughs) So good. You, Nothing goes on the floor. You just start stacking stuff on shelves. It makes the moving in so much more streamlined. Yeah. Uh, So we did that. That was really, really great. Um, and then we also like I built a little um, a little model of my basement, mm-hmm. uh, a little cardboard model, so I could rearrange my furniture in small scale to figure out where everything goes. Yeah. I did that ahead of time, and it was really useful. Yeah, super useful to get the general layout of like like workstations. So you know, I have one workbench that's going to go in a certain area. That's where my lathe and machining tools go. I have another workbench that's going to go in a different area. That's where my um, laser cutter and 3D printers are going to go. I can also set up my um, uh, air, um, my dust, or not dust, but fume extraction. There we go for my laser cutter, right? And uh, so I can figure out where that stuff is going to go near a power outlet and near a window so I could extract the fumes out that window. I could do all of that before moving stuff. So that when I got the laser cutter there, I put it in the place where it's going to live indefinitely and I don't have to move it again. Yeah. It's just smart. a great feeling. Yeah, it's that is a good so feeling, good. right? Never have to have to do it again. But you're you dealing so much. Like, I feel like I can almost get rid of. Oh, I could get rid of so much stuff and it would be mm-hmm. fine because so much of what I'm doing is digital across the board. I don't have, yeah. you know, big. I don't have massive 36 inch 
uh, canvases and, and, and Bristol boards or whatever is piling up from from that and the old way of doing things. Like it's, I've just got hard drives yeah. and they're just full of content. Same with the shows. Like I don't have reels of tape. I have hard drives full of stuff. And so, you know, a big move like this for me would actually be not too big of a deal. But you deal in so much physicality. Like there's no getting around. Yeah. It. Yeah. Like yeah, I have several things that measure uh, four feet by eight feet that had to be moved. <laughs> and, uh, I had a table. Uh, I've the, my main workbench is awesome. We we actually bought it from a company um, that was getting rid of it when we moved into the big workspace. It is this huge, custom made steel welded frame with a inch and a half thick plywood top. It is massive and durable, and I plan on owning this workbench for the rest of my life because it's so good and I got it for such a cheap amount of money. Yeah. But it wouldn't fit down my stairs to get <laughs> into my basement. Yeah. It just, there was no physical way, right? Yeah. Right. So I took an angle grinder, I cut three inches <laughs> off all the feet on it, made it a little shorter, and jammed it into the basement. Did you reinstall it? Like, did you screw the feet back I, in? I could. I could. Yeah. I actually like the new height a little better. Oh. We're going we're gonna to try that out for a while. <laughs> Trust me, after we got it in the basement, though, I yeah. didn't really feel like working on it anymore. <laughs> yeah, I feel you. I wouldn't either. Yeah. Makes sense. Uh, so cool. another another uh, thing I tried really hard to do when we were moving all this stuff was to put everything in a box before you move it. Um, for a couple of months before we did all of our big moves, um, we would take I would take like half an hour every day to just fill a box with stuff and label it and make sure it makes sense. <laughs> mm-hmm. I try not to make many boxes that are labeled miscellaneous. Yeah, it's a good idea. Uh, to be honest, though, by the end of the move, you're going to end up with a couple of miscellaneous boxes. It's not a big deal. <laughs> by the end of it, you're like, just get a box, whatever's left, throw it in there. It's fine. Yeah. But we did okay. We did not have very many miscellaneous boxes. All of our boxes are, are well uh, labeled and they make sense. Yeah. And again, that makes such a big difference when you're putting stuff in the new location. You can put it in a place that makes sense. And that makes, excuse me, that makes um, organizing that stuff and setting up the shop later much less painful. Yeah, it sounds, sounds uh, like the way to do it. And I, then, you know what? I want to, I don't want to jump over this too fast. This yeah. don't make too many boxes named miscellaneous. Mm-hmm. I think this applies digitally as well. Like, don't make yeah. folders that are just like older ah, names. Yeah, mm-hmm. just right. old items or sort later or whatever. If you can, <laughs> yeah. like my brother used to tell me, touch once. As you used to say, yeah, yeah. like yeah. touch once and put them away. And like, I'm all about a giant file dump. But man, don't if you do that, yeah. you're not going to look at that stuff for a decade. And then when you finally do, you're like, do I even need, you know, it's, it's going to be just right. work no matter when you do it. So do it now while mm-hmm. you got it. Just do it. And you don't have to have a, and this is a totally different thing, but I manage a lot of files as well. You don't have to have a really impressive, like folder structure to organize stuff. You should, but you don't have to. Uh, so long as you name the folder with the right words and enough of them, you can find it. Mm-hmm. You know, you can do a search on your computer and you can find those files. But if you label that folder miscellaneous, and you search for miscellaneous on your, uh, you know, 20 terabytes of hard drive and 40 miscellaneous folders show up. That's when you're like, oh, I've made a huge mistake. <laughs> yeah. 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 It'll bite you in the bum. and It'll just keep growing. I feel like my dad kind of messed up at some point or another. He just he stopped having kind of a handle on it. 
And, and it's not like he's a hoarder or anything like that. Like it wasn't that level, but he just had stuff that he was like, well, I'm pretty sure one day I'm going to need this slide projector again, or I'm pretty sure one day I'm going to need, you know, like all this old stuff. And he just didn't <laughs> like he never yeah. needed yep. any of it. And so, you know, it was always more work than it needed to be because he was he was moving things around that he was never going to need or use or whatever. Yeah. And that's a question I asked myself a lot when we were moving the shop. So we've had we have this three year window when we were in this large industrial place and um, I moved everything into that space and I moved everything out of that space. And the things I was moving out that I hadn't touched in three years they got a they got a good look at they yeah. got a good pondering yeah. to see if I really needed that thing I, di- I didn't use it for three years do I do do I still still really need to use this thing am I going to use it again and there were several things that did not make the cut they got thrown away or given away or sold yeah 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 um, the last thing we did that was super useful is the day or two before we would have a move so we would prep stuff and then we'd have one move day where we'd move a few things and then we'd prep stuff for a week and then we'd have another move day in the next week. Mm-hmm. We'd go rent a truck um, but the day or two before then we would stack all of the boxes in neat rows near the back door where we would be going to be loading them. Mm-hmm. Um, so everything that was going to go in the truck was all set up. I, uh, I worked at a, a beer distribution warehouse during college and this is how we set up beer orders for each truck every night. And I was like, boy, that was handy. Why don't we do it again? Yeah. So, yeah, we got the truck in the morning, opened the door and just loaded it with stuff. And it's so like on a move day to have the truck loaded and moving towards the end goal before lunch is just relieves so much stress, especially if you have to uh, give the truck back later that day. And this is mostly I shouldn't say mostly. This is entirely you and Brittany, right? Mm -hmm. Doing all this. Yeah, know, there's something great about that. Something endearing that you're, it's not like four hunky dudes plus you guys. It's just you right, guys. right. Just get. I would done. have appreciated having the uh, healthy spine <laughs> of one of those hunky dudes, but yeah, but we we made it work. Yeah, I'm <laughs> impressed. I think I think well done is the is the word I would use oh, there. Thank you. Yeah, and now we have like everything is moved and like it's we can I can go down there and just pick a corner. And start refining it a little bit until it's exactly what I want. And we've started doing that. Our main filming area is getting all set up. Got a bunch of my bigger um, power tools hooked up and everything. Yeah. It's starting to come together. And it's it's tur- it's, it's going to turn into a space that's just a real, like, uh, Willy Wonka's chocolate factory for makers. And uh, for me, specifically. And I'm really excited about it. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, you are, the, you are both uh, Willy Wonka and the kids. Uh, that's right <laughs> yeah try not to get sucked up the chocolate hole that's all i'm saying <laughs> i live by that rule <laughs> that's smart you should uh well well done this is great i'm excited to hear that you're done there or to that point and uh hopefully this inspires a few of us it inspired me to want to kind of just tighten things up a little i'm not even oh, moving yeah. and i just need to do yeah. you know some of that brian and i was talking about like I don't know stuff we could get rid of but i need get to get rid of it consolidate it ebay it or just burn it burn it throw it in the throw it. we threw all of our stuff all of that old guard the thing is when you rent a space like that mm-hmm. furniture becomes a liability if we didn't get rid of it by the end of our move out date we mm. would have been hosed we yeah. would have had to pay out the out the nose for a bunch of stuff yeah, yeah. it's a liability yeah. there was this moment where we hucked all that furniture in the pit of the the um transfer station yeah and this huge front end loader came in and just obliterated it. And we're like, what? we're free. <laughs> it was magical. Yeah, I'll bet. 
That's awesome. Well, uh, congratulations and well done. Uh, we will. Uh, I'm sure we'll hear more about some of this process moving forward, but always good to have Bill on. Bill, do you have a, a little bonus content for us today? Do I ever. The Craftsman, my favorite maker puppet, um, he made a, a font. He made his own custom font. And uh, he made a video on how to do it. And it looks cool. really, really cool. Yeah. I'm sure this is something that I will do someday. Someday I'll need to make a custom font for a prop or something. And mm-hmm. um, I think it's wicked neat. Yeah. That is cool. I like I like fonts. And I wish I had the patience. It feels like something would take forever. Maybe I need to watch this and kind of get a feel for it. Because... The concept has always been really intriguing to me. That that little I don't know if anyone else saw that that uh, QAnon documentary that was on HBO, mm-hmm. but one of the main subjects of that, the guy who started 8chan and then sold it to those weirdos, um uh he that's what he does for fun. He just makes fonts all day. Mm. And so when you're not following him for unfortunately I had to kind of unfollow him cuz all he talks about is the QAnon stuff now. But once in a while, I'd say, hey, look at this new font I'm working on. And he's got all this important information about kerning and letting and keeping all your letters in check and make sure your X has this on it and like all this cool stuff. And it was it was really rad. I wish I could do that. I guess I could if I had time. I don't. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. That's the thing. Yeah. yeah. Time is everything, Brian. Time is everything. This is cool. Yeah, very figured. cool. He's doing a lot of this on the iPad. So Very nice. A lot of the design work. Yeah, and yeah. then 3D printing it. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, cool. Bill Duran, everybody, you can find all of his goings on and works over at punishprops.com and, of course, the YouTube channel as well. Go give that a follow. Bill, have a fantastic day. Take it easy. See you next time. Bye now. Okay. Brian, cool. one yes, sir. thing remains. Just uh, one. I don't call him a thing. He's a man. <laughs> He's a man with a plan. And his name is Stephen. Stephen. Schleicher. Steven Schleicher. <laughs> Steven Schleicher joining us fresh out of his Demio demo. Oh, hello. Oh, hello. I hear myself. That's weird. I'm sorry. <laughs> turn, oh, turn, turn your radio, radio down, down, down. <laughs> you got to mute that. Bro. Yeah, you're all good. Hey, uh, welcome back. How, how, how the heck are you? I'm good. Yeah? <laughs> you doing good? That's good. Yeah. That's good. That's good to hear. It was a blast uh, Saturday night. Had such a oh, great yeah. time playing uh, Demio with you guys. And, yeah. and, and, it was so fun. Yeah. That unbelievable win when we pretty much were thinking, oh, we're done with this level. Like, we've lost Steven. We're about to lose Dunaway. And uh, he still managed to to crawl across the finish line at the I very know. last second. I, yeah, don't, I don't know how the big, you the did that. The big question is, did Scott buy a Quest 2? <laughs> oh, I t- we talked about this a little bit. I hovered <laughs> over that buy button. It's in his cart. Yeah, it's still there. It it's in the cart the now. Deal, yeah. Like Kim, Kim could potentially go buy some foot cream or something and accidentally buy a Quest. <laughs> I've know? done that before where, right, I've left something in the cart and then Tina ended up buying it because uh, yeah. she didn't check to see what was in the cart before she had purchased. Yeah, and then you get a bill and you're like, whoa, what's the extra $300 for? <laughs> right. But uh, I still, I'm just, I'm holding out hope that, I'm just going to wait till the end of E3 to see if any developer leaks that they're working on Quest 3 dev kits or anything. And if they are, then I might consider a, a wait. If not, it's in the cart. We'll see. Okay? We'll see. I just, I hate that this thing's broken. Like, part of me's like, well, maybe I should send this somewhere and see if it's cheaper just yeah. to fix my Quest. It might be. It might, it might be. be. So I don't know. Contact Quest, you know, contact Oculus support. Maybe they'll take care of you. Maybe they will. I know maybe. it's more than a year, but still might be 50 bucks to get it 
repaired versus 300 for a new one. Yeah, I mean, it's entirely possible. So I'm, And maybe I mean, they'll just be like, hold down the A button and the power button right, and right. click it twice, and then it'll come back up. Because, exactly. man, I know with my iPhone, there are times where uh, it won't, the screen won't come on, and you have to do this weird key combo to get it to reset. So yeah. it may be something like that. It could be that, yeah. I, would, I, I tried what I thought was everything. I followed all the guides. that looked at, you know, people on... Um, what do you call it? Uh, freaking YouTube, YouTube, Reddit, Reddit everywhere. And there were lots of people with problems and stuff with solutions, but none of them, none of them worked for me. So I don't know. I'll keep dinking with it. But, uh, yeah, that was really fun. Was also as fun as having you on and talking about Mm -hmm. some stuff going on at majorspoilers.com, my favorite website for comic book news and breaking late, breaking stuff about TV shows coming and movies and all that stuff. Uh, for example, speaking of TV, Rick and Morty returning on June 20th. Season 5, Rick is it? Five? And Morty coming back on the 20th. I think a lot of people are kind of excited about this. I don't know how you guys uh, feel about Rick and Morty. I, I, Rick and I Morty. enjoy it for what it is. Yeah, I think yeah. there are some people that uh, don't realize that uh, Rick is the bad guy in the whole thing. But what there, I mean. are, there are the Rick worshippers out there gross me out yeah. because they, they see see what he is as a, I don't know, they, they've, they've propped him up as some kind of example of like, right. positive. He's behavior. mayhem. Yeah, yeah personifying stuff. Yeah. yeah, I don't like that, but I do. I think the show is really creative and funny, and and um, this would be season five, right? So let's yeah, go. season five, and the trailer for it that I don't know when that dropped a while ago. Um, maybe it dropped the other day as well. Looks really good. Uh, there's going to be some interesting storylines, and hopefully we'll get some conclusions to storylines, and hopefully we'll get more than three episodes for the season. Uh, but uh, there you go. Yeah, no, that's great. Um, I'm. I'm I'm pretty excited about it. He's all. They also they're now in uh, Fortnite or something. So there's some kind of cross promotion going. Yeah, on. yeah. And yeah. apparently it looks really good when you see 3D Rick and Morty running around with their uh, portal gun. Yeah, that's pretty crazy, right? It's weird. It, it's weird yeah. because they actually made it look right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like I, as much as I don't care about Fortnite, I have to give them a little credit for mm-hmm. taking a 2D image of Rick and Morty and making them look like they belong in there. Also, Superman, Batman were running around. For yeah, that's a while true. Too. Yeah, and Robocop's been in there, and you got some. Uh, uh, that game's full of weird cameos. And, and there's also a uh, uh, Batman Fortnite comic book series that DC is currently putting out. Yeah, I, I, I was. I haven't started it yet because I'm nervous too. Uh, I don't know why. Because the Mortal Kombat team that did uh, Injustice uh, one and two, those are amazing runs. Those comic runs are awesome. I love them. Mm-hmm. They're some of my favorites, and they're based on a video game, which is normally not my jam at all i kind of hate that backwards promotion uh-huh. on comics but i don't know fortnite i just i don't know i don't know if i can do it is it any good have you heard is it supposed to be okay i've, I've only read little bits and pieces of it so i i wouldn't i couldn't be a good good judge of that i'm I'm not a fortnite fan i watch the kids play and that's about as far as i go all right well time will tell uh arcade one up announces the simpsons arcade machine and it's expensive also that turtles in time one so i guess they're they're going all out on the four player uh beat yeah they're really going into the four players uh leaning heavy into that with yeah. the announcement of the simpsons which will come out goes on pre-order on july 15th so we got a ways to go on that yeah but the teenage mutant ninja turtles turtles in time which is the second um arcade one up tmnt game that they've released is on pre-order 
pre-order right now. Yeah, look for that, '90s kids. Are you excited out That's there? Right. Uh, it's funny they've got they basically just use the same model as mm-hmm. their X Men four player game that they've got coming mm-hmm. out as well. Why not put all these games on the same? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, licensing all those same hardware. Things. Well, yeah. sure, okay. There's that. I mean, uh, you know, uh, a couple of years ago we did talk about how I did get a uh, one up machine and I just modded it with mm-hmm. a um, um, Picade, turned it into a Picade right. machine, right? I, I'm thinking you could do the same thing with a four-player system, and then you could play all the Konami games and all the other four-player games uh, from your from your youth mm-hmm. uh, on that on that system too. So there's still some probably some good reasons for people to pick these things up. And why what's is this the, so much more the price on this? Oh thing? yeah, I was gonna say, isn't it like six hundred or something? It's some crazy number. Uh no. Well, no, 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 no. I don't think it would be six hundred. I think it's probably. F- Five ninety nine, four ninety nine. Five ninety nine to six hundred. Yeah. No, no, no. It is. It is a less than six hundred. That's why it's priced at five ninety nine. Right. right. We'll right. save that buck. You're right. You're, it makes a good I'm point. I'm still. I'm still eyeing that that Marvel pinball. If it comes back on sale somewhere, I think I might pick that up. Yeah, yeah if they ever got really a really cool. good four. I, somebody in the chat just mentioned uh, a four-player oh, gauntlet oh, machine. I'd be all over that thing. So I've been. I go onto eBay like on a regular basis, and I also go into the Facebook Marketplace, yeah. and I will just search for gauntlet, just waiting for one of the original machines to come up for sale, just so I can see what the price is and whether I'm willing yeah. to drop that much money. Well, I have the. I have gauntlet on mine, but it's not four-player. Um, but it's a one-up machine with gauntlet on yeah. it. It's got gauntlet. Rampage, Joust, and I bought it for the Joust, but gotta gotta have the four player if you're yeah. doing Gauntlet. Yeah, that's a good point. It has two player, but not four. You're right. Yeah. Um, but Valkyrie needs food badly. I can tell you that. Definitely does. Um. All right. Well. Cool. Watch for those. I swear I saw that these were like six hundred bucks, but I don't know where I it, saw it. It might be. Uh, depends on. It depends on the system. I'm. I'm pretty sure like the two player systems are in the two ninety nine range. Yeah, like three. So maybe you bump it up and, and get another two hundred dollars out of that. Yeah. Six hundred bucks though for the four player system seems a little expensive. I know I spent around. I want to say four ninety nine for that Marvel pinball machine. Yeah. 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 You. I was gonna say that thing was. And I still don't see one in the background of uh, Brian's office. No, no, they're they are not uh, basically arcade one up lists. Uh, two places you can get it: Walmart or GameStop, and both places are uh, yeah. it's been unavailable for months. Yeah, I think part of that, and uh, I think it's Big Jim will probably have to talk a little bit more about that. But at one point, when they were shipping over all of the the pinball machines, the boat had a tip over or something and lost like a bunch of stuff oh, and i don't know if they were all the arcade one-up machines but that delayed it for like three more months than what it was supposed to oh, and wow. i'm wondering if they're just like look we took a big big loss on this even with insurance so they're limiting the number of, of pinball machines because i really don't see a lot of those being advertised hmm. um in a lot of places That's and i don't even know if the attack on mars or attack from mars uh, machine has even been released yet. I know the Marvel Pinball one has. I think the Star Wars one has, but the third mm-hmm. one has. Star Wars one has, yeah. Yeah. We gotta. Th- we need to figure out a way to take advantage, Major Spoilers Network and Frog Pants, how to take advantage of the sudden urge and hunger for collectibles. How can we do this? Well, what do we have that people want to collect? Because right now it's fevered pitch, man. People are I've got like 30,000 comic books that uh, we wanted to get rid of. All right, let's do that. Yeah, okay, we we'll go. throw a comic book in. Uh, let's see, what else? Um, uh, I got an iPad I'll sell, iPad Pro, <laughs> yeah. a smaller one. I yeah. got some audio podcast equipment that is uh, time, to, time to get Oh, out. I bet we all have audio podcast equipment that we could sell. Yeah. I got a Quest like that won't that. turn on. That's great. 
Um, well, all right. Uh, also, hey, one of my favorite comic series ever is coming back in 2022. That's Fables. Yeah, yeah, way back in like 2005, I went to the San Diego Comic-Con and I sat in on the Fables panel because I was a huge fan of Bill William and had followed his work for years. And I got to ask one of the questions, uh, what if, you know, since uh, these guys are supposed to be Fables and they're living into the real world and since this is all DC Comics, when is Batman going to have an adventure with the Fables people? And Bill yeah. William was just like, get out, get, get out. out of this panel. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, the answer, of course, is May of 2022. When Fables 151 returns, uh, Mark Buckingham and Bill William are coming back to tell the tale of uh, the ongoing adventures of everybody's favorite uh, Fables characters in the real world. And then uh, in September of this year, Batman versus Big B will hit the uh, hit the store shelves. Now, so. Big B, Wolf Among Us, right? Is the yeah yeah that's, okay. yeah he is a he is the big bad wolf. That's why he's Big B Wolf. And it's just a great time to remind everybody that the single best game that telltale put out when they were a company was the wolf among us it was amazing mm. oh my gosh it was good so yeah. good very adult though so watch out for that this is all black oh, yeah, label yeah stuff. definitely some sexy stuff in the first couple of uh pages of, of fables so yeah. if you don't want to see some prince charming uh wang then you might want to <laughs> avoid that yeah they're they're really going hard on these black label stuff formerly uh vertigo uh titles vertigo, yeah. and i love it I love it. I'm so into it. I'm reading the the uh, White Knight series thing where um, mm-hmm. the Joker turns into where just Joker Jack Napier, DA yeah. or whatever he is. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's very it's very good, like really good stuff. And then uh, I unfortunately I read it in reverse. I read the one uh, the follow up oh, after one first. Yeah, yeah, I just I don't know why I screwed that up, but it's fine. It's still good. I'm still really enjoying it. But uh, just one of those things. But anyway, um, yeah, man, Black Label. Hey, hey, Marvel. Get off your arse and put your mature content back on the I, app. You know, I, I don't think they're going to do that. I, I honestly know, don't. I, I would be very surprised only because Disney owns it. And Disney is being very, very careful about what they're putting out uh, as in terms of family content. And if all of a sudden all of this big screen MCU stuff uh, filtered down and some kid actually wandered into a comic book store and picked up uh what is it marvel knights comic book yeah you'd have a million moms trying to march on disney about the uh the downfall of america and why we should all be clutching our pearls you're so, probably <laughs> right disney is really playing it safe in that area yeah you're probably yeah. right it's really unfortunate because some of the storytelling so i'm what i'm not advocating here is just like pointless swears and violence and or sex or any i'm not that's not, not what i'm interested in it's just that these labels let them let these writers tell the stories the way they want to tell them. And sometimes it does mean, you know, elements that might offend some, um, but they're so, they're so good and people are missing out on that stuff. And it just bums me out, man. I just want more of that. I want, I yeah. don't know. I want, I guess I can get that from image. I can get that from, you know, a million other labels. It's just that mm-hmm. Marvel's also got some good content. They just refuse to put it up on the thing. But anyway, whatever, yep. what are you going to do? That happens. Um, I was going to make a comment about that. And I forgot what it was. Oh, somehow though, they let that, they've got this 40 K run. It just finished. Actually. It was like a, f- Oh yeah. That, uh, well, that, actually there's a, the, what is it? The sisters of whatever is, uh, uh getting ready to launch either in Ooh. July or August. Ooh. So there is another 40 K series coming out, but the, uh, uh, what is it? Mel- Kilgar series. Mel- yeah. Have. The Kilgar series, dude. I loved every freaking inch of that book. And, it was great. I was so worried it'd be crappy license, but it wasn't. It was really well done. But oh no, they did a well job, a good job with that. Yeah, with, it was uh, really good. It was so bloody though, Workshop. so gory that I couldn't believe oh, it was yeah. just a Marvel title. I was blow, blown away by that. So 
anyway. More of that, please. More 40K comics. I'll keep subbing to your damn service if you keep making those. <laughs> uh, what else? Oh, Sam and Twitch, the television series. Now, I knew who this was immediately, but some people may be uh, less informed. This is the, the, the two detectives in the Spawn universe, right? That's right. Man. That's right. Uh, Spawn, the Spawn universe is getting a big expansion over to Image Comics. Todd, Todd McFarlane is doing a whole bunch of stuff with Spawn going forward. But he is also working with Whip, which is the uh, studio behind the Mayor of Easttown. I don't know if you guys watched that. A really good oh, show. Oh, yeah, yeah. Totally watched so that. Yeah. Yeah. They are looking at taking the Sam and Twitch characters, which have also starred in their own standalone series, mm-hmm. uh, turning that into a detective uh, series for, I don't know who yet, um, since they since Whip works with HBO for Mayor of Easttown, probably something for... Uh, HBO, like a HBO limited series or something like that. Uh, animated or live action? Do we know? I don't know that yet. Uh, my guess would be that it's going to be live action. Yeah, I'd be all right with that. Uh, yeah, Sam and Twitch, uh, the the, ser- the spinoff series, comic series, was those were always very good. Um, they were different writers, too. They were like people that McFarlane mm-hmm. just handed it off to, and they did a good job. I, I, it's been ages, though. Um, but that was really a fun, gritty, streetwise cop story thing with a little bit of supernatural thrown in there. And I was all in. Mm-hmm. I'd be into this. Bring it on. Why yeah. not? More Spawn. I'm fine with it. Remember that old Spawn HBO animated series? That was pretty rad. That's still that I remember it. Yeah. The best adaptation of, well, I mean, there have been a, a lot of adaptations of Spawn, but that one was really good. That At the was- time. It was maybe one of the best comic book adaptations of any kind. That's, yeah. Now that's yeah. like, you know, we've gotten better. Just before but, all the DC stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was so good. Before MCU, yep. before all of that. And it oh, was, yeah, it was, um, it was dark was that, and like cool. 96, 97, 98, somewhere yeah. around there. I think I may rewatch that. That's all up on Max right now. So I may have to go check that out again. <laughs> if my memory serves, there is a there is a lot of doing it for doing it's sake in that cartoon. But, uh, you know, whatever. I, I, I can get HBO. past it. It's HBO. Yeah, you have a limited, you know, I'm sorry, you have to have minimum five sex scenes, please, before you can come to our show. Thank you. Right. Uh, All right. I guess that's it. Steven, anything else going on in your world that we should uh, mention to the fine folks at home? I think uh, if people are looking for some more comic book talk, certainly head over to Majorspoilers.com under our podcast section. We've got multiple podcasts that come out each week that talk all about uh, comic books and and what's going on, whether it be the Major Spoilers podcast or the Legion Clubhouse, all about the Legion of Superheroes, or even Dueling Review, where our listeners tell us what comic we should review, and we review it on the show. Live, Thursday nights on our Discord server. That's awesome. I'm going to now play an old clip of you just to celebrate before we hang you up, okay? So here's an old clip from 2014 of everyone's favorite Major Spoilers host, Stephen Schleicher. Here you go. I kissed her. She tasted like tobacco. All right, there you go. It's a classic. <laughs> we'll see you later. Wow. If you would have asked, I would have said that's Dunaway for sure. <laughs> I know, yeah. right? It's a total Dunaway yeah. kind of move. He's got also, I have all kinds of clips of Stephen from like way back. Yeah. I don't know why. But anyway, uh, there you go. Thank you, Stephen, very much. Quick note from Monday Morning Mashup's own uh, TMS Mashup's Jamie. Uh, he wanted to let people know he'll be recouping for about six weeks for his right arm in a sling or will be in a sling because he's having surgery. Um, it's a good thing, but you know, it's going gonna, it's gonna to make it hard for him to do stuff. So we're not going to have Monday ma- mashups for a while. We do have a bunch of bonus ones that we're kind of spread out uh-huh. uh, and play on the show. But uh, I wanted to, to mention that A, that was happening, and B, 
that we wish him nothing but the best and a quick recovery yes, on his arm. Absolutely. And uh, heal up and don't worry about us. We got this. We'll, we'll, we'll continue to say a bunch of dumb shit you can use later, Jamie, so don't worry. <laughs> we'll give you plenty of material. Just don't feel like you have to race out and work with it just yet. Exactly right. So anyway, he's going to put maybe a couple more in before his surgery, and then uh, off he goes to that. We wish him the best. Today we will celebrate that idea by playing one of the bonuses. This is a TMS origin story about creamy peen. Okay? All right. Enjoy. All right. Hey, look at this. Our friends at HelloFresh.com are going to be here for you, man. Let's see what HelloFresh.com is doing this week. Ow. Stupid headphones. Here we go. Their recipes this week. Whoops, not next week. I want to see this week. Here we go. Classic box menu for the week of December 8th. Creamy? What's peen? Or is that penne? <laughs> I've done it again. <laughs> Delivered right to your door. Creamy peen. <laughs> what is the word, though? Penne. Penne. penne pasta. All right, penne. penne. Creamy penne. <laughs> Creamy peen. <laughs> oh, how embarrassing. How do you even, how do you even take I me anywhere? Come back from this. How do you even take me anywhere? I just don't know how you uh, deal with me. <laughs> Caramelized onion shepherd pie. Mmm. That sounds all right. Yeah. Mustard crusted trout. Roasted pork tenderloin. <laughs> and layered sweet potato enchiladas. But really, it's the creamy peen you're going to stay for. <laughs> you'll, come for the, uh, you'll come for the pot pie. You'll stay for the creamy peen. That's right. <laughs> well, there it is. Now you guys know. Now you know. Oh, that is one of the best ones ever. Yeah. One of the best. You kind of lost it that day. That was really fun. I did. I could not. It was hard to recover from that. I was <laughs> so caught off guard with the creamy peen. That had been, what, 20? I'm glad it was not mustard-crusted peen, too. Oh, that actually yeah, yeah, would have yeah. been far worse. Way worse. It would burn. It would burn. Uh, right. Jamie in the chat, when was that? Do you know when that was? Was that like 20? It feels like it was maybe 2013 or 12. It was a long time ago. Anyway. It's good stuff. Well done. That is good stuff. And uh, we wish you best uh, best of times with your surgery. Hopefully it goes fast. And I wonder if you get put out for that or if they just give you a local, you know, and just numb mm. you. I don't know. I don't know. You'd have to tell us. Uh, Tina had a colonoscopy yeah. on Friday, and they she was roughly awake for the whole time. She didn't watch it on uh, on the little TV. She was still a little loopy, but she didn't. It wasn't like a Oh, they didn't put her out? Up, no, not like a roofy knockout. Oh wow! Where have I been for the last three hours oh, or whatever? Weird. They. I thought they. Ab- I thought they mandatorily put you out cold. Right. No. And then they tell me, all right, yeah, it's probably gonna be about two hours between when we get her into the room, do the procedure, and recovery time. Yeah. So you're you're free to go back home. I'm like, yeah, it's cool because I I live 20 minutes away. Yeah. Got home immediately. Get a text. All right, she's ready. Like, what? It, it's like you've had her for 20 minutes. How is this possible? Yeah. But they got her in right away. She recovered quickly. It was like a really quick procedure. It's like, okay, great. Thank you. I could have <laughs> stayed in the waiting room. Yeah. I mean, I appreciate when they can give you when they know the time is going to take. But if, if they're yeah. just wrong about it, it's not exciting like finding out your Apple product got here three days ahead of when it was right, supposed to. Right. Exactly. It's like, yeah. oh, well, that's nice. I'm glad she's done with the process. But uh, that could have been a little bit more convenient for yeah, me. No kidding. I am. I am going to request that they knock me the, the hell out. When oh I, when yeah, I, I didn't even know there was an option. So that's crazy. I didn't either. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Get all. Get all knocked out. You don't want to be feeling somebody going up exactly. your bumhole. Uh, by the way, uh, so I got blood work done the other day. Yeah. Uh, a little bruisey. Friday morning. I never get bruisey, and I never have any problems. This time though, bruisey and the sight of the needle 
is red and tender and mm. not like infected, but like I can tell that it's not 100% right. And when I touch it, it's a really weird pain, like a, not a good pain. <laughs> they, uh, they check your tea? How's your tea? Is uh, your tea, tea good? I don't know yet. They haven't given me results okay. yet, but um, okay. I'll get those in a few days. But the but the uh, I'm just annoyed. And the thing is about the, about the actual procedure, she took the blood and was great at it. It didn't hurt going in. She did two vials, uh, no issues, no hunting around for a vein. It was great. Wow. But then... Now yeah. I get this. Usually, usually it's the hunting around for a vein where you get the bruising. Tina gets that all the time. But yeah. uh, you know what? Actually, now that you say that, she they didn't have to hunt for her vein, <laughs> and she ended up with some bruising too. Did she? See? Who yeah. knows what's going on? All right, real quick. We bo- I've been fully vaccinated. I just need something metallic. Let's see here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, yeah. I can't find anything. Ah, well. I just want to Here's test a, it on the air. an Avengers Day... Uh, Pin, yeah, right here. Yeah. Oh yeah, that. Yeah, yeah that'll have metal in it. Yep. All right, sticking stick it. Stick it to your neck. <gasps> oh, oh, oh my God! I'm magnetic for a second. Oh, for, oh, a, hot, I was oh, for a whole, for second. Like a whole Whoa. second. I guess she put it here, right? Which is, of course, it's going to be like a major. Uh, oh, I'm magnetic. What? You oh. are. It's, it's the vaccine. It's the vaccine. Won't oh, somebody take the vaccine? What the frick? Oh wow, we really uncovered it now. All right. Uh, people are dumb. Let's move out of here and be done <laughs> with the show. I wonder how many people saw us do that and went, oh my gosh, I'm really dumb. Look at that, there's more proof. Any questions? <laughs> Any questions? Prove it you can't. All right. <laughs> We're done. Uh, thanks for being here, everybody. Thank you for supporting Patreon, those who have. And uh, those who haven't, your chances are still good to get in there. So hop in, patreon.com slash TMS, and take advantage of our yeah. poor planning and lousy structure <laughs> for as little as a buck a month. You could be a supporter of the show and get tons of content and extra stuff just for that low price. So uh, go check it out. Patreon.com slash TMS for everything else. It's frogpants.com slash TMS. Keep those emails rolling. The morning stream at gmail.com. That's it for us. Brian, you want to play a song and get us out of here? I want to, Scott. I really, really want to. Great. Uh, all right. Uh, Will B writes in and says, Hello, Scott and Brian. I'm a first-time requester, but a long-time listener. I'd like to request a song of the cover master's choosing to celebrate the birthday of my lovely wife, Jackie, who turned 36 on around June 13th. Happy birthday to you! <laughs> yeah. There we go. Well done. Yeah. She is the light of my life and the best mother to our son, Henry. I want to send all my love to her on a special day, and I look forward to celebrating many more birthdays as we grow old together. I love you to the moon and back. P.S. Can I get a Bhutanese passport? Oh, it's been That's so a classic. long. Yeah. Okay. Hold on. Let's see. Where would I? Where would I put that? Uh, yep. Here it is. Bhutanese passport. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Miss. It's like uh, the the guy on Community. What's his name? Uh, Doctor. Oh, uh, uh, yes. Uh, uh, <laughs> I can't think of his name. Chang. Chang. Dr. Chang. Whatever. Senior Chang. Senior Chang. Chang. It's like yeah. he did it. Anyway. Sorry. Totally, yes. Bhutanese passport. <laughs> All right. Anyway, uh, he says uh, cover master picks. I love it when you guys tell me go ahead and pick a song because I get a bunch of new stuff that doesn't always go right onto Coverville. doesn't always work to just throw it right to Coverville. Um, and I can use it for here for the ending song. So if you're ever stumped for a song... Don't worry. You can leave that field blank or just say, Brian, your choice. 
and I uh, hope you like my choice today. Uh, we we probably get you know accused of uh, the least. The genre that we play least on the show for covers is country. Uh, and there's only a few kinds of country songs I like, but uh, uh, like old country, not such a big fan of new pop country. This one, fortunately, is more the former than the latter, and it's a great cover of a song that isn't a country song. Uh, Orville Peck released this single last week. It is a cover of Lady Gaga's Born This Way. Happy Pride Month, everybody. Here is Orville Peck, Born This Way. told me when I was young We are all born superstars She rolled my hair and put my lipstick on In the glass of her boudoir There's nothing wrong in loving who you are She said, cause he made you perfect, babe So hold your head up and you'll go far Listen to me when I say I'm beautiful in my way Cause God makes no mistakes I'm on the right track Baby, I was born this way Don't hide yourself in regret Just love yourself and you're set I'm on the right track Baby, I was born this way Ooh, there ain't no other way Baby, I was born this way Prudence and love your friends Subway kid rejoice your truth In the religion of the insecure I must be myself, respect my youth A different lover is not a sin Believe capital H-I-L I love my life, I love this record And beyond the I'm on the right track, baby, I was born this way Don't hide yourself in regret, just love yourself and you're set I'm on the right track, baby, I was born this way Ooh, there ain't no other way, baby, I was born this way Track, baby, I was born this way Don't hide yourself 
this way, I was born this way I'm on the right track, baby, I was born this way This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Dinosaurs do not equal birds. Yeah. They don't equal birds. Do birds. not equal birds. Birds. Doesn't sound like saying birds. Birds. Does sound like birds. Hold on. Birds. <laughs>